Hot Takes on Catholic Dates, Episode 3. you're having a good week today we're going to be doing part two of the top 10 list of how to find your wife or where to find your wife so this is going to be number six through ten if you missed last week go back to that and listen to the first five these six through ten are going to be less conventional tips and hopefully are more why you tune into the podcast for new ideas After that, we're going to go and answer a listener question. Next week, plan on doing the same type of format, only aim more for girls that are looking for a good spouse. Overall, I don't want this podcast to be aimed at just guys. I hope it can be for guys and girls. It's just the first few episodes I wanted to focus on the guys. So if you can continue to send in your questions for the podcast. I'd love to answer more. I think it's easier for me to be more honest and genuine sounding rather than having a list that I just ramble on for what my ideas are. But it's a lot easier when it's a real life situation and you can get into the weeds and really dig into the real life problems. Okay, so for the top 10 list, another note is that These are not in order of magnitude, but I could break that down later if folks want that. As far as magnitude of the number of potential, um, you know, potential dating material that's coming to you, the number, and you could talk about the quality of them as well. Uh, Everybody gets hung up on, well, I, I just don't feel like there's enough like new girls that I'm meeting all the time. And all of this list is really a bunch of different ways to do it. And maybe, you know, if you do all of them, you're going to be 10xing the number of girls that you're going to be meeting. But the thing that you got to remember is that it only takes one girl, you know, that it works out with and you get along well with that is the one for you. So it doesn't matter if you have 100 leads that are coming in that are all great girls as long as you just have one that works out. So guys always had this scarcity mindset, like there's just not enough of them. You just remember it only takes one and you're just trying to set up as many channels so that you can have good potential spouses coming towards you so that you can select the right one. So that's why I think this is important to have the list. A lot of people will, they just don't really have any other, girls that they're meeting in their life and then they end up kind of settling dating the one that's convenient and marrying them and maybe that wasn't the best marriage i think that you're going to make the best choice when you've got uh the best coming to you number six retreats i think this is an underrated one maybe a lot of folks have already thought about this one and it's not an original idea at all but I have found, in my experience, going to retreats, not one-day retreats. I don't think that those are good. It's got to be an overnight at least. 
But once people start to go to these uh, getting away from their regular life for an extended period of time and going to all these talks and, you know, they might have like uh, uh, private groups after where you talk through what you learned, people become very vulnerable. They don't have the normal shield up that they usually do if you talk to someone in public because they're busy with their own lives or with their own friends. A lot of times people go to retreats and they hardly know anybody there, maybe one other person. So they are in the same position as you where they're forced to meet new people. And that's a great spot to start in. Keep in mind when you go to these retreats, guys, you need to bring some nice clothes. You need to be well-dressed and, put on your best appearance possible because you're going to be competing with all the other guys that are there. You know, whether those guys are trying to find a girl or not, girls are always stacking you up against other guys in a group. And right now you're away from society. You're only competing with a small handful of guys. Great position to be in. And usually girls you'll meet at this, even if you don't end up dating them, you have a very strong connection because you both went through an experience where you're making yourself vulnerable. That's happened to me uh, with a friend, and that was nine years ago, and we are still great friends today. Okay, number seven, business cards. This one I know is a different, unconventional idea. So I saw this idea about probably 11 years ago now when Pinterest first came out. Somebody was, uh, they put a picture of it. They're, they're holding a business card, a white business card that somebody probably bought off of Vistaprint or something. And all it said in black bold was, I just want to let you know that I find you to be very attractive. Have a nice day, exclamation point. And that was it. The person per, the person who posted it was the one who received it. And uh, they didn't show the back of it, but I assume that they, somebody put their phone number on the back. So obviously it made this person's day that they got this card and they don't know who it was from. <clears throat> um, but they have the opportunity to get to know who that person was if they text or call that number on the back. I thought that was a good idea and uh, was worth experimenting on. So I went ahead and bought, I think, 250 business cards with the exact same wording, font, and everything on it. And uh, I never actually tried it. I think I still have the box of business cards and store in storage somewhere. If one of the listeners would like to experiment with this idea, I have no idea what the success rate would be, but you can't really lose. And it's not even a tough thing to do that you have to like work up the courage to do. You see a person that was at church, you see them walking in and they're very attractive, somebody that you've been wanting to talk to for a while, but it's kind of hard to talk to somebody as they're walking out of mass. Right before you walk in, take that card. You got it in your wallet or purse or whatever. Oh, no, this is for guys. Wallet. So <clears throat> take it out, write your number on the back, and put it under a windshield wiper. 
You're not going to be any more, uh, you know, the worst thing that happens is they don't text you or call you. You're still not dating her either way, you know? So it's worth a shot and it's something different. You know, I would argue that it's better than go walking up and doing a one-liner pickup or something. It lets them see it and get excited. Like, man, maybe she hasn't gotten hit on in a while. And she's like, you know what the heck? I'll text them. Worth a shot. If somebody wants to try that and write into the podcast on what your success rate was with it, I'd love to hear it. Number eight, co-ed sports. This one, uh, I think this is for somebody that really values finding someone that uh, is active and likes to stay in shape. A lot of people will put gym on their list of top 10. I don't think that's a good one. You know, people, I don't think they like getting hit on at the gym. Co-ed sports is much better. You're there, you're working on, oh, well, I would want you to do a co-ed sport where you're on a team. So you're working together with the same goal of winning the game. And oftentimes these co-ed sports leagues, if you haven't joined one already, they are fun people. They all go out to the bar after the game is over. Usually they have bars that they have deals with where they have cheap beer. So easy way to meet people, still stay in shape, and hopefully find someone else who values that as well. Uh, And it might be an athletic girl, which is also nice because it's not that fun to go to a driving range with a girlfriend that sucks at golf and can't even hit the ball. It's nice to go with someone that is halfway decent and you can actually enjoy sports together in the future. <clears throat> Number nine, theology on tap. If you don't know what this is, some people also call it pints with priests, or maybe they just don't have a name for it already, but I know they do this across the country It's where churches or young adult groups or sometimes it's just uh, put together by random folks. They'll talk to certain bars and see if they can work out a deal where they can have a priest or a lay person, anyone really, come in and give a talk on something that is related to the Catholic faith. Maybe this would, uh, ones I've gone to in the past would be there was Um, there was a dad who had had a son that had a rare genetic disorder that caused their son a lot of pain. So they gave a talk on hope, which was awesome to hear. Um, kind of like Ted talks, but for Catholics, they're really cool to go to and they attract a ton of young people. They all like to drink beer. If that's something that's important to you, it was for me. So you can go to these, learn something new, and it's really easy to meet people. So many folks go there and they're just looking to meet new people. Oftentimes, even if you're a shy person, there's so many people that show up to this that you might sit at a table and then folks are forced to sit at the same table with you. So it's like an easy icebreaker where you can get to know them instead of having to walk up to somebody. So that's a great one. Also a selfish one because that is where I met my now wife. It was a, I actually met her there. Um, didn't ask her out, but ended up seeing her at another young adult group 
event later and then it made it easy from there. That's a great tip, guys. A lot of times you're going to meet people and you're not going to ask them out on the first time you meet them. But it makes it so much easier when you see them a second or a third time to walk up to them and you're even more confident because you already know them. You know their name. Make sure you remember their name. Don't forget it the second that they tell it to you. Lastly, <clears throat> 10, get a job where you are around women. This one, I really, uh, it has a double benefit because you get to make some extra money and you could also build a new skill set. Maybe you're in a job right now that you don't enjoy it and you're looking for an out for a stress relief or maybe you don't make enough money in your current job, you want some extra money. Maybe you're trying to work your way into a new career field. Either way, I think all of this can be good. Um, you just got to be intentional with the job you pick. Because the worst thing would be if you pick a second job, hoping to find girls, and it's not a job you enjoy, and you're not meeting many girls through it. It's a complete waste of time. So think this one through. There's so many jobs I could list. But think about the type of girl you want to meet and work your job around that so if you're somebody that likes to brew beer already or you like you like drinking you like cocktails whatever become a bartender that's an easy way to meet a ton of people and you'll work on your social skills if you're not talking to new people regularly i'm not sure why you think it's going to be so easy to talk to a new girl that is very attractive and you're already super nervous. You need to be practicing talking to new people all the time. So bartender is a great way to do that. <clears throat> um, Uber and Lyft, those are easy ones. I, I don't think that they make a ton of money really, but they do make some. You got to have a car that is somewhat newer in order to be eligible, but you meet tons of new folks. I would recommend Ubering or doing Lyft <clears throat> in an area where you're you feel like you're going to be meeting a lot of young people. You're going to be doing a lot of maybe uh, downtown bars or maybe a part of town where you know that there's a lot of young girls living in. That's what I'd recommend there. If you are trying to work on your sales skills, which is still talking to a lot of new people, um, I recommend working at a Subaru or a jeep dealership girls buy jeeps all the time they love jeeps and probably a lot of them they can't afford it but they just like to go and think about the idea of possibly buying one so that's a great opportunity subaru girls love subarus too i don't know what it is but i think i've also heard um there's a couple other cars the jetta volkswagen is a good um, dealership to work for as well. Also hospitals, if you like nurses or, um, there's just tons of women that work in the medical field. So an easy end would be to work at a hospital as a transporter or something similar in the hospital where you're walking around all the time and interacting with a lot of folks. I don't want you working at the IT desk at the hospital or, uh, as a receptionist or something like that. I don't think that's as good. 
Okay. Uh, also, realtors, if you're interested in the real estate field, this is a great spot. I don't recommend doing this until you're in your upper 20s because there's not a ton of girls below the age of 25 that are becoming realtors. But there's a lot above the age of 25 because they're looking for a new career field. You know, they try one out already and didn't like it. Also, some folks, they leave their full-time job and they're a mom. So realtor's great because you can work as little or as much as you want to. Last one would be if you're looking for a girl that's very in shape, you can work at a gym. I don't have any experience with this one, but uh, please don't become a yoga instructor, guys. Don't sink to that level. If anyone does ask you to go to yoga class, just tell them, no, nah, I'm going to stay here. I'm not even sure I'm okay with this one, but uh, I'll go ahead and say it anyway. Spinning class. Some guys are really into biking, and God knows there are a lot of girls that go to spinning classes. But please don't go be a Zumba instructor or Pilates or something like this. This is not a – you're going to end up just meeting a bunch of moms and do you really want to tell your guy friends later that you became a Zumba instructor so that you can meet your future wife? Not a good look. Anyway, that's the top 10. Stay tuned for a future podcast. We're going to do top 10 places to find a husband for the ladies. And I think we're also going to get into some questions from the listeners. This one is from Anonymous. Uh, in college, freshman, asking about what you should do if you break up. And this is a guy asking, and the girl wants to stay friends after the breakup. All right. <clears throat> this is a very common tactic that girls have. Some guys even do it, too. I don't get that. But girls will do this thing where they don't want to date a guy anymore and they like to let him down easy. And I get that they're trying to be nice about it, but at the end of the day, I think it's a selfish act. The girl wants to feel better that she didn't break a guy's heart. So she lets him down easy often doesn't give him the actual reason that they wanted to break up with him. You know, it's not you, it's me type of thing. And then they'll say, but you know, we're, we've been like, such great friends or maybe she'll even say best friends. And I hate to lose that relationship that we had. So uh, I hope that we can still be friends. <clears throat> Some of them will say that and then they never talk to you again after that. And that's great. That's the way it should be. But Some of them will still try to talk to you. And I think it's, it helps them get through the grieving process quicker and also makes them feel like if they wanted to get you back, they could. Um, if they're feeling lonely. So for me, <clears throat> I, I think they think they're helping the guy out, <clears throat> but really it's selfish act at the end of the day. If you want to break up with a guy, just tell him that he's not the right guy for you and just leave it at that. And it's harsh, but it, the guy at least understands then he has more closure and then you guys don't really talk after that. Cause what is there to be friends about? I mean, 
maybe if you guys had been friends for years and then tried the dating thing and it didn't work out after a few dates. But if you've had any length of a relationship over a couple of months, it's over. You guys aren't going to be friends anymore. And if you, even if you try to rekindle a friendship there, it's always the guy is <clears throat> slightly hopeful in the back of his mind that you're going to get back together. They don't get over the girl, just prolongs the process. And then they're wasting time that they could have met their potential future spouse because they were keep hanging out with this girl that's not even interested in dating you. I mean, what a waste of time. So that's my answer to that. I'll talk to you guys next week.